What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth, uplifting and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you doing today, sir? I am doing stupendous, indubitably. Indubitably. <laughs> How are you doing, Tim? And I'm doing well. I had a couple biscuits, a bagel. I'm drinking some water. It's a good day. It's the little things in life that make you happy. We have our top five favorite positive news stories of the week. Tim has an inspirational story. And we're going green with our favorite going green positive news stories of the week. Before we get to that, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Leave a comment. Five-star review helps us out so much. Spread our positivity to the world we also have all the social media things and we're working to get back on the youtubes and have these fun little edited episodes the second me and tim aren't working 80 hours a week hmm Hmm. what's that like it's like positive like so for top five i'm starting first oh surprise i I guess (laughs) caught me off guard let's get it so Tim, do you like dog stories? Duh. Why the hero cat story? Just for you. Game changer. All right, I'm listening. So normally it's a dog who receive attention for their heroic acts, but now it's a cat's turn. One frantic feline helped an 83-year-old woman in Cornwall, England, who had fallen down in a ravine. She has a pet cat named Piran, and the cat meowed relentlessly to the point where she had fallen leading a neighbor who had been like trying to find her neighbor like can't find her but what is this cat that just keeps on meowing over here they go over there they're listening to the cat who kept coming back she kept meowing out of the ravine and back in meowing at random people and then walking back in the little forest and they were like we should just follow this cat because this cat is acting crazy led to the led to um this lady that had fallen down ended up saving her life cats coming for your dog stories today tim who would have knew speaking of dog stories i feel like you probably have one indeed sir so check this out congress recently passed a bill to help veterans with ptsd get service dogs yes i said it they actually just passed something called the pause act Puppies Assisting Wounded Service Members. I know you love that. For Veterans Therapy Act. Um, They basically um, are going to require the Department of Veterans Affairs to create a pilot program for veterans with PTSD to train service dogs. It's going to be an amazing program. I know how much dogs mean to me. I have a friend named Trey that you know as well that actually loves dogs. He's a veteran that struggles with PTSD and he knows exactly what his dog does for him. So I know when I tell him this story later, he's going to be like, man, that's amazing. Let me find that link. So yeah, shout out to Trey. But uh, shout out to this this act that just got passed. Good job, Congress. Good job, Congress. Uh, so it, that had that story had everything. A wonderful acronym, an incredible pun, and help for people who needed it. I knew you'd love the pun. <laughs> so predictable with the Positive <laughs> Truth Podcast. So I have a wonderful story of a reuniting of people. It's about a man named Martin Adler, and 75 years ago, he was, a world, he was in World War II at 20 years old, and he was serving, and 
he was in Germany, Nazis were retreating, and he heard a noise coming out of a house. So he pulls his gun out, he walks over there, and he thinks it's a Nazi soldier. And there's this little basket moving. It's shaking, it's rattling. Oh, someone's hiding in here. And then all of a sudden a woman jumps out and she's shouting, Bambinis, Bambinis, which is children. There were three really infant children, small children in this little basket and the mother had been hiding. And he was like, oh, this is crazy. So what did Adler do? He was like, you know what the kids would love to make them feel better about the situation? Chocolate bars. So he gives them chocolate bars and he ends up taking them, getting them rescued and not, not harming anyone. So whenever the pandemic happened, he's 95 years old now. He's sharing stories with his grandchildren about, you know, everyone was locked in the house, just talking about stuff. And Adler was like, yeah, I have this story where save these kids ended up being with them all day i took them back to command i made sure they got home safe instead of like further chasing the troops and so his granddaughter was like well his daughter was like hmm hmm did you ever take a picture and he took a picture with all of them she was like i wonder if they're still around so she tried to track down the children in the photo she started circulating it, gave it to an Italian journalist who picked up the image, believed it was taken in Monterezzano. That was awful, but I tried. <laughs> not bad, not bad. The photo was published in a local newspaper, and all those children were alive. They're all grandparents now. They video chatted for the first time December 2020, and then he flew from his home in Florida to meet them, and they all took this reuniting picture 77 years later. What kind of inspirational story is that? You hit us with, with a top news story of the week on that one. That was amazing. Well, it was more because I was trying to... What you have after this is like helping people, like people coming together to help each other. Indeed. I mean, so that, that I was, was trying fire. to set you up. Dude, that, that reminded me of like some movie I haven't seen yet. In all reality, <laughs> that was amazing, man. Wow. And I got the picture, posted it. I'm going to post it on the Facebook. I'm going to log back into Facebook for the first time in months. So if you want to see the picture, Positive Truth Podcast at Facebook.com. Is that what it's called? (laughs) (laughs) It's been that long since I've been on social media. It's uh, Facebook.com slash The Positive Truth. Ah, thanks, Tim. Thanks, Thomas. (laughs) So this was a lead up for your positive news story. Absolutely. So I have a Polish Olympian. Her name is Maria Andres. Andretsky. Um, she earned the silver medal in the javelin throw at the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, right? On August 11th, she announced that she's actually going to auction off her medal to help save a young boy's life that she has never met. So after seeing his parents' plea on Facebook, they needed about $385,000 or 1.5 Polish zloits um, to take care of her son. They needed to get him from Poland to Stanford University in California for this life-saving heart surgery. They didn't know what to do. So her thought process was, this is metal is just a piece. It's nothing. It has nothing to do with the memories that I have. It's okay. I can get rid of this. So she decided to auction it off. And she ended up auctioning it off and a convenience store actually um, decided to, to buy it. But when they bought it, they did not take the metal. They just donated the money. 
Um, they felt like seeing her donate this medal shows how a community can come together. And they realized that there's no way they can take this memory that she deserved from her, but they also wanted to give back the same way that she wanted to give back. Um, the convenience store is actually in Zabaka, Poland. So it's pretty cool that her own country's stepping up and helping out where they see fit. Dude, that positive news story has everything. People sticking together in the community. And then after she donated her medal, they let her keep it. Absolutely perfect story. That's so all I have. for our last top five positive news story of the week, mine is about Nikki Kenward. She had a really troubled childhood, a lot of like poverty, violence in her life, and she used dancing to escape. When she turned 30, she thought it was time to stop dancing. She was a single parent. Performance schedules are really unforgiving, and it's just hard to pay for the bills, raise children. And then basically have recreational activities as a single parent or as a parent in general to small children. And so as she got older, she was like, as women go into their 50s or 60s or 70s, women can become quite invisible. She's like, I don't want to become invisible. Energy is abundant and willingness to be adventurous and to be daring is a off the scale and huge because you realize your life isn't going to go on forever. So you need to get on with it and have fun. So at 60 years old, she gave up dancing 30 years ago. She's like, I always loved the circus. I want to be a trapeze artist. What did she do? She started training at 60. And now she's working in the circus at 67 as a trapeze artist. Oldest one, basically in America. And she's crushing it, Tim, at 67 years old. Looks great, by the way. How amazing is that, though, to like, eh. I don't care how old I am, I'm gonna try it. And you still can do it. Like, goals. That's all I have to say, goals. Yeah, I'm... Also, those trapeze artists are working, uh, that's not easy. No, you're an athlete. <laughs> all the way an athlete. And she's 67 crushing it, so yeah. It's never too late to pursue your passions. Loving it. Before we get to our inspirational story, we need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, we have to overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Man, I am grateful for sleep and water because recovery time is very, very important, especially whenever you know you're working, you're just not getting very much sleep. The little bit of sleep that you get and the water that you drink is so important. So I'm very, very thankful for that this week, for sure. And thousands of people listening to the podcast just took a drink of water at the same time. <laughs> I'm with you. I got my bottle right next to you, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I am grateful for, I guess, in a way, these positive news stories. But we have a Patreon where we do the extra positive news story. On there, we talk a lot about animals that aren't extinct anymore or not, not extinct anymore, not endangered anymore because of people working to help just conservation efforts. And I have, we have like three of them for our Patreon episode. And I was like, I've never actually met anyone that helps with endangered animals before. 
And Tim knows everybody, so the fact that you don't know someone because you're giving me the puzzled look. Yeah, I'm like, hmm, do I? I don't think I do. So there's, there's got to be a few dedicated people in the world, and when I say a few, probably like less than 10,000 in the world, maybe less than 100,000. This small fraction, not even 1% of the population, is doing so much to help save these endangered animals. And it's these like small groups of people making a massive difference. So I'm appreciative of them. Wow, that was good. I am now appreciative of them as well. <laughs> so Tim, you thought you were doing inspirational today, but actually I'm doing it. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> There's a funny backstory you can hear on the Patreon about this anyway. Facts. I have a story about a gentleman named Alkia the Fontaine. When he was born indigenous in Canada, he went to school and when he was in grade school, he struggled mightily. You see, my man Alkia had a stutter, like a bad one. And it got better as he got older, but in grade school, the stutter really made him feel delayed. And he was in, in the indigenous population in Canada experiencing a lot of racism. They already thought, oh, you're automatically stupider. The kid's got a stutter. So whenever he was in young, school administrators and his teachers called him into the office with his parents. And the school administrators looked at him and told him, and like, the principal, the higher-ups, the teachers, your kid's never going to graduate high school. In front of him and his parents. Tough. Tough, right? And he says, I think that's an experience that a lot of racialized families had during that time frame. 60s, 70s, 80s. Like, they labeled you, oh, you're automatically stupid, you have some kind of problem, and as a result, there's no real future with you. He remembers, like, he went to his car and his mom hugged him. Hugged him, like, several times over the week. Like, just she would just tell him, like, you're not broken, you're not broken. And so he, he was still struggling, still struggling. But you want to know what first got him getting better? Music. Hmm. So he joined a band when he was in school, and the music sort of helped him, like, break out. It's like, oh, I can interact with people. I can help read music. And he said it sort of, like, it gave him the confidence to believe that he could do anything. So what did he take from that? Well, he did the band thing for a little while, self-employed, small band, and then he was like, he remembered once he got that confidence up, oh, they said I'd never graduate high school. He graduated high school, but he's like, okay, I'm gonna go back to school. Got his bachelor's in science. Got, went to medical school became a doctor and now he is the president-elect the first ever indigenous president-elect of the canadian medical association of all of canada so he went from someone that his teacher said you're never ever ever going to graduate high school to becoming the first ever basically indigenous doctor in canada for this honor you can do anything i think it's a wonderful story don't let anyone hold you back. I love I love it when people overcome 
anything. So like to see that he overcame his situation to become a doctor, <laughs> of all things, you know how much schooling you have to go through, man. <laughs> and he struggled, struggled with school. Oh man, it's awesome. It's amazing and it's beautiful. And now he's the, all the other doctors look up to him. He represents them with dealing with the Canadian government. Take that world. You didn't just go to a doctor. You're leading other people. In a whole country, by the way. This man's like the Fauci of uh, Canada right now. I don't get that. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. <laughs> that was a great joke. That was a great joke. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. I, I don't even know how to segue that. Oh, yeah, I do. It's a quote time, Tim. It is. It is. Do you have a going green quote? I don't have a going green quote, but I do have, we can't help everyone, but everyone can help someone. Quotes by Tim. So it's your turn now, Tim, <laughs> for the uh, going green, since I've talked for the past five minutes. <laughs> I love it when you talk, though, man. So we do have a topic of the week, and our topic this week is going green. So I'll go ahead and go first. And my very first story is about India. They ban a long list of single-use plastics starting next July. And we all know what that, that's going to do for the world. I think this is amazing, and I'm pretty excited to see other countries follow suit. Other continents, other cities, anywhere they can change the law, change it. This man went from countries to continents to cities. I'm all over the place. <laughs> no, it works because it's three C's. Oh, bars. <laughs> I was giving you I Hey, I didn't get it. <laughs> I like it, Tim. So since you're talking about leading the way, I'm going to talk about Stanford University going to 100% renewable electricity, 100% solar power, the first major university in the USA to do so. Hopefully that leads the way for these other universities to do it because they're on massive campuses and there's plenty of places to put these solar panels. No, so, facts. That's uh, a huge fact. Every building. Man. That's so, going to get caught. Somebody's going to ca catch that on real fast. So shout out to Stanford for leading the way with that. What do you got with going green, Tim? Man, so I have new solar-powered beach comp combing robots they filter even tiny plastics 30 times faster than humans it's by four ocean the guys that you might have seen on instagram selling bracelets to fund their ocean cleanup projects and this is actually one of their projects man and this can clean up to 3,000 square meters or 33,000 square feet of beach per hour making it 20 to 30 times more efficient than collecting trash by hand take that world Okay, okay. And for the last positive news story of the day, I'm going to give a special shout out to the indigenous population in Bolivia. They have been protecting the Amazon rainforest for years. 2020, they had the first real stand. People came in and started to burn the forest down because they want to use it for cultivation. And the whole world felt sympathy. And they're like, this isn't going to stop us. We've been fighting for years. Before this was popular, whenever you all were discriminating against us because we were indigenous, this one act of someone trying to burn down the forest isn't going to stop us. But what it did do was it inspired others from all over the world, including one person who was like, made, makes a living reviewing skincare products. And they were like, man, I want to be anonymous, but... 
this is really awesome how they're fighting back. All I do is review skincare products and I've been making way too much money doing it. How about I donate a quarter of my profits to them every year? What did that lead to Tim? That led, that led to another group, another business group being like, wait a minute, that's one person donating. Why can't we mask that and do more? What did that lead to? Another anonymous business donating. All because these indigenous people were like, oh, that's not gonna stop us. Which led to more positivity. Which led to what? More positivity. Man. So we have this Bolivian indigenous population being helped with skincare providers, retail people, all coming together to protect the rainforest. You can find allies everywhere. And hopefully you found an ally with the Positive Truth podcast. If you want more Positive Truth, we'll be back next week. We also have that Patreon where you get the bonus positive news story. We appreciate everyone. We're out. Stay positive.